I just... The defense people. The defense people, again, at high ownership. When will they be punished for playing defenses at high ownership in the showdown slate? When they deserve severe punishment. Now we go for a slate where the defense people get rewarded to this just absolute disgusting game of the Colts Broncos with both team star backs most likely out. We got Naheem Hines, Deion Jackson versus Dusty MG3 and Latavius Murray. The only positive here is we got a million dollars up top once again. But yeah, guys, welcome. My name is DK. Um, I cover content for DraftKings and Prize Picks. Uh, the sponsor for today's video is Prize Picks. You can use my code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. Um, if you guys don't follow me on Twitter, swept the prize picks board on NBA preseason. Now nine for 10 preseason sports are where I go the heaviest on uh, DFS and for prize picks. So it's been a phenomenal day for me over there. I want about $2,000. Um, if you guys are looking for more in-depth content for DFS, you can check out my Patreon. That is linked down below. A lot of different packages. I do have a prize picks only package, DFS only packages, and then gold packages, basically everything. So check it out if you're interested. But yeah, let's recap my lineup here from tonight. And it's a game of inches, guys. It's a game of inches because George Kittle touchdown call back cost me the cash. And then obviously chalk 49ers D pick six. Oh, had the right idea with Higby captain Cooper Cup. Played him with Debo Samuel. Juan Jennings solid for value. Uh, but yeah, Kittle touchdown called back. Chalk, 49ers D, touchdown, and Matt Stafford going for sub-10 fancy points. <clears throat> Not okay, guys. <laughs> okay, but yeah, that's the recap of my lineup. Hopefully you guys did well. Uh, again, we got a 43.5 over under with the Broncos being 3.5-point favorites. So let's start off with the Colts side. Jonathan Taylor, questionable. I would be pretty surprised if he played... Um, they originally said high ankle sprain, but now looks like he has a slight chance of playing. He didn't practice on Monday. Again, I would be very surprised if he does give it a go. So if Jonathan Taylor does end up playing, he's obviously going to be a solid option because he's basically a bell cow back um, that uh, the Colts basically are running their offense through. But if he misses, we'll talk about a couple running backs here for the Colts. But yeah, right now I'm not expecting Jonathan Taylor to play. You got Michael Pittman at 10-6. I think he's one of the safer plays at the top. Um, he's their clear wide receiver one. He's basically playing the entire game. He played 58 of the 65 snaps. He does have a pretty high ceiling. The Colts have been really bad, so they're playing from behind a lot. Uh, so I do like Michael Pittman. Matt Ryan. Oh, oh. wow, has he been bad in this Colts offense? Um, but he has gone for you know close to 20 fancy points in three of the four games. He had that one complete dud against the Jags. I think he's fine. Um, I mean, I prefer Russell Wilson at a similar price point, but 
I mean, Matt Ryan is sub 10K on a showdown slate. Relatively safe play, right? Quarterbacks are always going to be high floor plays in the showdown. It's always good cash game plays. Uh, yeah, so Matt Ryan, again, he's, he's there. Now, Naheem Hines is 6'8". So if there's no Jonathan Taylor, my question here is, does Naheem Hines get that JT role where he's going to be, like, getting a majority of the touches and then, like, Deion Jackson mix in? Or does, like, Deion Jackson get some early down touches and does Naheem Hines stick in his third down role, right? So that, that is a question. But if Naheem Hines is going to get that, like, JT role at only 6.8K, and he's obviously a great pass catcher as well, I think he's, like, the best play in the slate. But I, I do think there's a chance that uh, right now they have, well, whereas Deion Jackson is the third string running back. So maybe he gets some early down work and Hines sticks mainly in the third down uh you know, game, or they run a three-headed monster. You get some early down work for Jackson to Lindsay, and then third down work for, for Naheem Hines. So hopefully we get some clarity on that. But yeah, if Naheem Hines is going to get that JT role where he's going to get, you know, 20-plus touches, I think he's the best play on the slate. All right, Alec Pierce. So he's played well for the Colts in limited snaps. Uh, he did only play, where is it? He played 29 and 65 snaps. So not great, but he's still on six targets. So... I think he's a little bit overpriced, but still viable. Mo Ali Cox uh, had two touchdowns last week, uh, 4.8K. The, the Colts do utilize three tight ends, but Mo Ali Cox played 45 of the 65 snaps, so he's fine. The downside here is I think he's going to be overowned. People are going to see this big fantasy point game and probably chase it. Um, I'll probably fade in tournaments just for that reason, but. He's viable as a cheap end play. Ashton Doolin is, is definitely overpriced. Uh, he had three targets last week, but only played on 19 snaps. So not a ton of interest in him. Uh, the kicker, definitely in play, 3.8K. As you know what I'm going to say about the kickers, they're always good values on the showdown. Uh, but Paris Campbell's the guy that it looks intriguing to me. Um, not a lot of production, right? Four, two, two, and four targets in four games. But he's been their clear wide receiver, too, if you look at snaps. Paris Campbell played in 43 of the 65 snaps. Um, ran 29 routes. So I actually do like him for value. I know he hasn't done a ton here, but if the opportunities are still going to be there for him, I think he's a good value at 3.6. The defenses, you know what I'm going to say, but it's a relatively low total game. They're probably going to be overowned. If I see another defensive touchdown on Thursday, won't be good. Won't be good. Um, but yeah, going down to the other tight ends. So we have uh, Kylan Granson has been the tight end two here for the Colts. Um, seven, two, two, and four targets through four weeks. He played 29 snaps. I think he makes for a decent value play. And then you have uh, Jelani Woods has actually been getting some snaps. I swear, some of these Colts tight ends are just made up. What is a Jelani Woods? But he played 15 snaps, played 11 passing plays. So the Colts are going to utilize three tight ends. We'll talk about the Broncos, who are going to utilize like 10 tight ends. Uh, but yeah, all three tight ends are viable, all three relatively cheap. We talked about Jackson, and I think that they could call Philip Lindsay as well. Hopefully, we get some clarity on this. But again, if Jackson's going to be the RB2 at 1.6K, I think he makes for a pretty good value play. Um, all right, that's what I'm saying. What are these like practice squad players? Griffin Stu- like These are made-up players. Made-up players. Nikola, Kalanich, no, no. You, you got some fake players on the Colts. All right, let's move on to the, the Denver Broncos. So Russell Wilson, they had the Q tag on him, but I expect him to play. Uh, Hackett said that Wilson would have been limited on Monday. Got a little bit banged up, but I full expect him to play. 
Now, this Denver offense kind of has struggled, but Wilson has a little bit of rushing upside. Uh, so I do prefer him actually to Matt Ryan. Um, so yeah, I think Wilson, the, the better quarterback play of the two, but I think he will get more ownership. Now, looking at the top two wide receivers, we have Sutton, we have Judy. Uh, I think Sutton is the safer option. He played 50 of the 53 snaps. He's gotten, you know, more targets. Judy's also been a bit banged up. Uh, Judy did see a snaps increase. The game before, he saw kind of limited snaps. It'll be like 47 of the 53 snaps. So they're the clear wide receiver one and two. I think Sutton gets more ownership. I think, again, he's the safer play if you look at targets. 7, 11, 10, and 7 targets. So he's definitely the safer option where Judy, more of the boomer bust play, been dealing with some injuries, but still has that big play upside. So I have interest in both Denver receivers. Again, Sutton being the much safer play of the two, Judy being more boomer bust play of the two. Then we got to talk about the running back situation here. So, unfortunately, Devontae Williams out for the season. Really feel for him. He was having a good season. Now we get MG3 at 8.8K. He's been fumbling like every single carry. Um, he was limited uh, on Monday's practice report. They also signed Latavius Murray from the Saints practice squad. And they have Latavius Murray as the RB2 on the depth chart. So, Latavius Murray currently not in the player pool. I do think they will add him. We'll see what the price point is. If we get like a flat man price Latavius Murray, I'm going to have some interest in him. You got Mike Boone at 6'2", and actually is listed as the RB3 right now behind Latavius and MG3. I don't really know what's going to happen with these Broncos backs. We'll see what the price point is on Latavius Murray. If Latavius Murray is by far the cheapest of the bunch, then he's going to be the preferred target. I do think MG3 and Boone are a bit overpriced, to be honest. I think this might be a three-headed monster. So I don't love the price points on the Denver backs. Scrolling down a bit more, I don't know why KJ Hamler's 4.4K. He played four offensive snaps last week, so um, definitely feels overpriced. They did play Kendall Hinton a lot. He played 30 of the 53 snaps. Now, the tricky part here is Hinton uh, reverted to the practice squad, and this is the third straight the third straight week that elevated him, so he'll need to be signed to the active roster if he's going to play again. So we got to keep an eye on that news. If Hinton gets signed... And as the wide receiver three, I think he makes for a good value. If he doesn't get signed, then maybe we can consider like a KJ Hamler or a Washington uh, for Denver. So <laughs> that's actually pretty significant news there. Broncos D, solid. Again, they're probably going to be overown, but at home, low total game. Colts have been awful. Most likely no JT. The Broncos defense. Not considering ownership is a solid play. I'm just going to tell you they're going to be too overowned, so I'll fade, and they'll get a defensive touchdown, and I'll end the, the night in massive pain again. Uh, McManus, solid value there. Alberto. Oh, pain. Sayonara to the Alberto best ball uh, drafters who are all over him. One snap. Not injured. One snap for Alberto. You saw Eric Saubert play 41 snaps. Amon Slim played 24. Uh, Andrew Beck played 12. They have so many tight ends. But yeah, Albert O basically just didn't play. So we'll keep an eye on that news. If we get like some um, news and practice reports that he's going to play a lot more this game, then, you know, I have interest in him. But yeah, uh, right now I'm probably going to stay away. And with that being said, Eric Saubert was the tight end one. And he played a lot of snaps. Like I said, 41 snaps, played in 31 passing plays. Only 1.2K. So if this continues, I think Eric Saubert makes her a pretty good value play. And then we talked about Hinton. Um, Andrew Beck is another guy that, you know, will get some snaps. He had three targets in that game, the first game against Seattle. 
Eric Tomlinson, basically out there for blocking. I mean, he will play snaps. He played 24 snaps last week, but only played at five passing plays. Not a ton of interest in him. Yeah, guy like Washington, he had some returns uh, for Denver. He played in three snaps. Again, him and KJ Hamler would be guys that would see more run if they don't call up uh, Kendall Hinton. But yeah, guys, so that's going to wrap it up for the video. As you can tell, kind of a gross showdown and really a lot of news to monitor, right? A lot For both sides, a lot of news to monitor. We got JT. Is he going to play? Uh, you know, what's going to happen with Denver running backs? What's the price point going to be for Latavius Murray? Um, is Denver going to, you know, sign Kendall Hinton to, to the team? Or if not, you know, who becomes the wide receiver three? So a lot of question marks. Um, but yeah, so that's going to do it for the video. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Again, if you do, uh, just make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell, and I'll see you all in the next video.